Hello, welcome to another exciting episode of the Middle Pixels podcast for Her Story. I am your host, Brian Pachuki, and to my left is... This is Craig Schumann. My name is Nate Stevens, and I didn't beat this game. Matt Sassum, and I guess I also didn't beat this game, full disclosure. Will Atkinson. How we start every podcast, we like to do a question related to the game we played, and since this game is about a crime investigation, I thought a good question would be, what is our favorite crime TV show or crime media? And we're going to, I think we all agreed, are going to exclude Sherlock, it's since it's the best. The best. Yes, it is. It's it not is. definitively yes, the best. It it's not even a good one. Nathan, you're, it, you're it's a great Get out of this podcast. No, it's a Get out show. There's wrong, no Nathan. way to solve the puzzles until five minutes from the end. That is not a good crime show. It's not about that's the every crime, crime it's show. That's exactly Sherlock literally. An so, so that for that reason, that is a great show because we're going to He's yes, yes, and sure. Martin Freeman, and the score is great. Oh, yes. and Martin Freeman is yes. even cooler because he's you know he's handsome and a relatable character. That right, show like is all character. Mark Moffat, dude. That that is so. Yes, that is. Yes, yes, you're right. One of the things I would think about a crime show is that uh, shouldn't there be no ending theoretically uh, a lot of times crimes don't end up with a nice clean so now we're talking about cereal that which well, is also great. i'm gonna start because that was actually my answer i was oh, gonna go with cereal okay that's a great answer i think that i mean i have one that i like the best well, i just don't it? think that what's it's, your um, yeah, what which you, I mean, well, like let's go to you nate since you yeah we'll go we'll jump lightning is good i think lightning is really interesting i don't even know what that is i don't it's know micro expressions which is some uh you can oh, argue it's junk science it's the Someone the mentalist, who can sort of Tim the, Roth, yeah, similar to the mentalist, oh. I think. Guy who can read the faces yeah. and can tell peop- what people uh, are once, lying about. Once I said mentalist out loud, I just changed my answer again. <laughs> Possibly the mentalist? No, it's psych. <laughs> oh, <laughs> god damn it, Will. Oh, uh, my answer is Dexter. Yep. Yeah. Dexter's yep. a fine choice. Dexter's a mad answer. My favorite, despite being, you know, serialized drama, uh, Criminal Minds. Which actually might color my opinion of how I saw this game as well. Oh, I actually take just my based on. That's yeah. relevant. I'm gonna say the wire. <sighs> I was it's just really thinking about it. Oh, man. Yeah. I think it counts enough for me to. Say yeah, that counts. Yeah, enough. In that case, I'm going with Sopranos. I'm going with Sopranos. Going with Sopranos cause <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Two right. detective, anybody? I'm surprised that some, nobody didn't mention that. Well, let's get started with the regular part of the podcast. Just a warning out to everybody, this is a spoiler super podcast, spoiler. and this will be super spoiler. This is a game that you re- usually some games you can play, even with spoilers, and listen to podcasts. Do not, not pl- play the game first. Come back. If you're going to play this, yeah, do it now. The whole... Well, can we take a little section to explain why people might want to play it before we get into the spoiler territory? So let, we'll do that before we actually start spoiling anything, if that's possible. So, Will, why would you, why would you pick up her story? What did you heard about it? What brought you in? So I heard some podcasts and things. A lot of people were talking about how it is an interesting alternative way to play, and I'm using square quotes, a game, kind of in a similar vein as Gone Home. It's something that is just not what you would think of as a traditional game. This almost reminds me more of Papers, Please, where you're simulating someone's job. And telling right. a story that way. Yeah, yeah, I definitely see a correlation there. I can see that, yeah. Did, were you aware of it before its release? I just started hearing about it as soon as it was released. People, reviewers, and... I heard it about it at E3 week when Giant Bomb had their yeah. big podcast that week. And then cool. within a week or two it, after it that, it was everywhere. Up. Everybody yeah. was talking about this. Yeah, it was on Twitter. It, I don't that's think I've seen that's exactly where my curiosity came from it as well. And I don't think I've seen an indie game blow up like this in quite a while. Yeah, Shovel Knight was like this too, huh? 
the way the game is uh, very narrative-driven, you are putting together the pieces of a larger story. And it's very much you can decide how you're going to put the information together, how you're going to pursue the story. In the actual game, starts out, you are at a computer, and you're looking at this old case. So the kind of setup is that there was this old computer that got archived when the police department Y2K, right? moved on. And so this is old machine with these backed up files. Apparently you've, you, the person who's playing, have a Freedom of Information Act. So you're trying to figure out all the information that the police department had for this case. Right. For some reason, they had this awesome technology which transcribed the words out of all of these videos and... Also, Index for them. some reason, cut down all the videos into 12-second segments. And then also, there were no prompts from the investigators at all. All you heard was answers. Just to clear it up, you're looking at a search engine. You're searching a database. Yeah. And receiving audio clips from an interview that's happening inside what appears to be an interrogation room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Multiple dates are covered. And the first time when uh, when the computer boots up there's one search phrase that's already in there and it's murder and that's kind of how it kicks you off and you can just start kind of clicking around and seeing what's going on there and it, everything takes place based within staring at a old CRT. You know, kind of windows 95-esque computer yeah the primary game mechanic is the search feature where it will find the other videos that have what you decide is a keyword you can s- just you can choose whatever search queries you want. And it'll transcript. tell you how many clips there are containing yeah, that word, but that you can only see the first five of them. Yeah, I thought oh. it was interesting, like 18 search results, uh, query is cut down to only the top five being accessible. Like, you can like oh, add, look at six and seven. You can add yeah. additional words and bigger phrases to cut that down if you know like the specific thing you're looking for. Hmm. But if you just do something like is, you'll see like 56 results, but you don't have any way of going past the first five. Well, that's an interesting way to play. If you just do random searches and not pay attention of, to what's actually yeah, said. Like, of oh, grammar constructs and is is a... There are a couple of fun ones like that. Yeah. Huh. You will definitely be able to tell there's an ending if you are playing it. Although the developer has kind of... There, there's been some stuff going back and forth with the developer. There was kind of a funny little Twitter... Exchange. Exchange. Where somebody asked, how do I know when I'm done with this game? And the developer shot back, oh yeah, you just keep playing until you're satisfied. And of course the guy responds, how will I know when I'm satisfied? Oh, the, yes, I saw this on Reddit. Yeah. Wow, that is that, that's what a personal respond? problem. There's something sure. responded that was really funny. It's like a work of art. You know, the artist's never actually done composing his piece or working on his painting or whatever. He's just done futzing with the damn thing because it's gone on for too long. So you can yeah, watch all the videos, and we'll talk about that a little later. But there is definitely a point where it prompts you that, yeah, you're probably done now. Are you sh- do you want to quit out of this? And so you can get to a f- kind of quote-unquote like finished state. Yeah. All right, so I think with all that said, that's kind of what... With that information alone, I was pretty intrigued by the game. I'd heard a lot about it being a good game to play as a couple or with people that might not normally be interested in video games because it doesn't really take... It doesn't really use a lot of the tropes that are kind of required for a lot of video games, kind of get into them. There's not really a grind in this game. You're just searching. There's nothing too... Fairly short as games go. Yeah. It's all like 100% content there's not like like some games where you're like here's the content now you do a shooter bid now here's a little bit more content it's like this whole thing from from beginning to end is content literally if you know how to use a search engine you can play this game yeah there's no no other barrier to entry yeah like i was telling jeff 
If your computer can run YouTube, you can play this game. Or if you have an iPad, which is cool. That is true. It is available. I guess we should mention that it's available on PC, but it is also available on iOS, so iPad or iPhone. Although I don't know I don't if that would be recommended on the phone. I don't know. Did anyone play the game on any other device other than PC? I just was thinking, I was like, specifically as you're typing in key phrases, there's these certain points where I'd want to type ones in pretty quickly. That's just yeah, and fire curious off. how that experience would portray on, on the iPad. All right, I think with all so that being up. said, maybe dive into the more spoiler territory now. So when you first boot in, uh, you boot up this uh, PC. Uh, yeah, so it looks very Windows 95-ish. It's a CRT. Um, you know, it even has a display that looks very CRT. Which I immediately turned off. That's so weird. It's, it was so immersive to see yourself reflected occasionally. But they've got this big old reflection right over the top of yeah. the search box. And I was like, ah, I can't. What the? But that's the whole point of the also okay. the thing. Like, it's just okay. Um, I didn't feel like that. I mean, it was cool. I'm glad they did it. But then I didn't feel like that helped me. I just didn't even notice. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it was an option that you could turn it off until afterwards. I was watching some. Uh, some review discussions about it and saw one of them talk about that being a setting and i was like oh that's neat so i like immediately clicked on all the stuff all the options and that was one of the ones i found i was just you know yeah, trying was, to figure I think out I clicked what else everything to do. except for that, that little settings icon so then what brian what'd you search for first it starts with a search built in which is murder you, you see five <laughs> clips at the beginning so it's interesting that that first murder pops up the last video and so you kind of see yes. the ending yeah. The clips are, yes. In Chronologically, yes. you see There's the no chronological... Yeah, you're seeing them out of chronological order. You're seeing them in the order, basically, you're searching for. So I think it's, that... It's based off context. That they are chronologically in the search results. So, mm-hmm. like, no, if you search for is, it would show you the first five things chronologically for that search are you sh- term. Are you... Uh, I'm, I'm not, pretty I'm not certain. I'm sure either way, but I'm not, I'm not certain. I mean, either way, like what you're searching for is not chronologically. So um, you may get clips that show certain dates. You start out by seeing this woman who identifies herself as Hannah Smith and her husband, Simon Smith, was murdered. So from the context you're getting, it seems like it's a police investigation. I think as Will mentioned before, you don't see or hear questions from the interrogator. You only ever see her answers. But it's in the same room, so it's led to believe that this is, you know, a police investigation. Um, and I, I think at times it, she mentions things like, oh, that's why I contacted you after seeing, you know, finding something, meaning the police. Based off of those clips, you find out little details and you search for other keywords based off of it. Like, uh, I think the first one I searched for was Simon right away to get a whole list of clips and you only get of course the first five clips and then you can use those to further your searches did anybody have any searches that they were kind of particularly fond of there's a couple I, when you start getting down deep into the whole thing there's some searches that you're like oh i would have never thought to search for this but it turns out to return or, you know return a whole bunch of results that you would never thought of uh the names are the only things that i was really working on names just turn down come up yeah. in the clips like dollhouse and I searched, no, I searched for a couple of just insert something words. Something like cat flap. Cat flap is not something I'd ever think to Yeah, things in. like that, yeah. I searched for just a couple random words at first. Things like is and oh, really? or. I never searched Just to try like and yeah, huh. get a sort of, good yeah. basis stuff that happened early on in, in the timeline. Hmm. We should just talk about what we think happens. One of the first things that you find out is that the 
girl who is responding in the video starts to refer to herself both as Hannah Smith and as Eve Smith. Yep. Yes, she does. And I don't think I ever would have caught that one. What? It took me a long time. Really? I was that like, was, what? That was we got the, that in the that first was the two videos. Only, yeah, that was well, the, sorry, that was the very like first four. thing picked up. On I totally don't. Yeah. That's really interesting. It takes me a long time to learn people's names. Oh, that's really And I just would have okay. assumed that. Yeah, you just assumed that that was. Out of like, context, well, she was talking. Well it would have taken me forever to figure well, this out. sort of friend. Yeah. Well. It, it, I'm with you, Will. I was with. I don't know how long it actually took, but probably it was a good 20 minutes or so before I had seen enough clips where she was referencing things that she had already done or something of that nature or talking about like changing dresses in the bathroom to go back out to see them or something like that. I'm like, wait, movies, what? Yeah. Okay, same person. Multiple but is personality. it? See, there's a, there's a well, couple things. Yeah, it could be identical It could be. It could be identical She mentions that there's a bunch of clips that mention that where even Hannah referred to that they have a well, see, here's the thing where it gets really interesting. So there's whole things where they Eve always mentions Hannah as a sister. Yeah. And you're you're led to believe maybe this twin sister who they were separated at birth and blah, blah, blah. Hannah never mentions her as sister. She always refers to her as friend, which is an interesting thing. Oh, that's so interesting. Like, is it split personality? There's... There is notions that it could be split personality. Then there's notions that there could really be two people. So, or, you know, so right. you kind of led openly to I, your own personally i am sure that it's a split personality whether or not her she had a twin sister which was the foundation of the split personality that piece i waver that could, on that's Ooh, another that's one interesting um there's there's yep. because there's a whole story about how the parents had twins they didn't know how they had twins and then the housekeeper took her away at birth and they didn't know they had the second one and then she grew up in the attic of the housekeeper's house and then she moved over to hannah's house and stayed in the attic and that's yep. why there was a bunch of stuff that was going on in the, the attic house sounded pretty sweet was that a metaphor for something it was just a dollhouse. Actual dollhouse. Yeah, huge. it was just an actual dollhouse. It wasn't. A- I heard a moth got trapped in there. I think. I mean, you could probably look at it as a metaphor for what's the the perfect house to a little girl, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. What's her? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I was gonna say the other thing also is that they use kind of like measure of talking about mirrors and the fact yep, that Simon's a mirror maker and oh, kind I of didn't the catch reflection that yep. of yeah, it, when Hannah would look or well, he works in. Glass works. One of the things he works on is things like mirrors, artistic stuff. Okay. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I know. So what you mean. I yeah. guess we it's should also your... cover that Simon is the subject of the crime yeah. investigation. Yeah, we yeah we mentioned that. Yeah, her husband. Yeah, her hub. And um, which one's hubs? Both. Which one addresses so, his husband? Hannah. Okay. Uh, he, Hannah, uh, Hannah is the husband. Well. Hannah is the official husband. What the her story that they wife. her wife wife sorry yeah uh, her 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 husband is Simon yeah what the story that they weave through the clips is that and since they moved into the attic like Will mentioned they've been doing this switcheroo thing so that nobody really knows Eve exists but that in certain situations they would switch so people would think it's Hannah but it's really Eve they would go out and they would do like one of them would have their daily routine and then they'd come back and write in their diary of what the daily events were so that both of them were up to speed on what happened and that Hannah never was never could have sex with anybody because she was too shy around guys so Eve was the one that was pregnant with Simon's kid and then eventually Hannah tells Simon about Eve oh you're you're like yeah. you're flying by so many cool things going on I'm just talking about what are some cool I'm just things and what he mentioned okay so one of the first cool things is they did 
talk about their virginity a lot and that one of them lost their virginity to the previous boyfriend that was eve but then no to carl eve to carl yeah eve to carl but then eve took hannah's virginity with a hairbrush, with a hairbrush yep. which was just huh. kind of creepy and weird and you're yeah. like i don't know if that really happened i don't know what happened because well, they took hannah's virginity yeah, so with it's always hairbrush. it's yeah. interesting yeah. just that Ooh. fact alone of just hearing them okay. discuss okay. Well, masturbation which within goes, the medium yeah. is pretty interesting and then yeah. goes back to what i was talking way. about with the switch Wait thing because Hang the reason on. that they tangent super mario 64 you could find a dildo in princess peach's room right because this has to be like the second historical what? woman masturbation what? reference ever. So anyway, so that's one of the reasons they had to do the hairbrush thing is because it was supposed to be Hannah is dating Carl. But when they did the switch, or one of the times they switch, Eve was the one that slept with him. So now Hannah is supposed to not be a virgin because she, she slept with Carl. So in order to keep the facade going, they had to take Hannah's virginity and then they used said hairbrush to do that. Question, can we... what? precisely do they say about the last thing you just said that they needed to keep up the facade of them being the same person yes so one of them so hannah needed to not be a virgin mm-hmm. why because hannah technically was hannah was supposed to be the one that slept with carl but it was really eve that slept with carl so obviously if then hannah eventually sleeps with them you might so know have, so in theory <laughs> if they were separate people right uh-huh then you would think that you had taken somebody's virginity twice and that would be your red flag, right? Yeah, that maybe would be this enough of a red flag to like let the two different personalities know. No, no. Carl would know. Carl, yeah. If he took would the make, same like, a big deal out of yeah, it. Yeah, if he slept if with someone and then he slept with that someone again and thinks that he took their virginity for the second time, that would yes. be a very strange thing to have happen. Like, how could that happen? Well, it just seems like it'd be easier to right. tell Hannah, be like, okay, Hannah, so just say you've totally had sex with this guy before. We won't violate you with a hairbrush. It just seems an odd. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They think they're She's different 16 people. 16 at this time, too. Or 15, maybe. They think they're different people. They think they're just like swapping it. They're doing the twins thing where one mm-hmm. goes to the bathroom and then the other comes back from the bathroom thing, right? Yeah. So they think they're different people. So they think they have two virginities to lose. If there is, right. if they're really twins, they would have two to lose. Right. If they, yeah, were right. actually two different but, people. But so nobody. The wrong one sleeps with the guy first. People mm-hmm. only know Hannah. Nobody, nobody knows Eve exists. They think Eve doesn't. They don't. Nobody knows of this person, Eve. So, Hannah is dating Carl, or just with Carl. Question: If you say stuff like that, how could we ever think that they're different people? If she says nobody knows blank exists. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever explicitly says that no one knows that whoever exists because no one we never hear anyone else reference anyone, right? So I think theoretically they could both exist. Okay. The the basis of my confusion is just from an outside perspective. Carl's not going to know that she's a virgin unless she makes a big deal out of it to him. He's not going to be able to tell. Otherwise, why? Because that... There's a certain anatomical bleeding effect that uh, happens when you... Nope. Not necessarily. Yeah, that's... That that, that is the concern. It's not. It's not okay. necessarily, okay. but it's a concern that can Jesus. happen. It happens sure. it, it enough. Happen. It, it happens enough happen. that yeah, you would okay. worry okay. about that. Is is being the reason for this? If they are really twins and Eve really exists, or you know, whichever one, uh, right. or Hannah really exists, whichever one. Um, 
If you thought okay. you were dating okay. a one girl, right, right, and you took her virginity twice, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. If it did happen, you would be you would be a big yeah, red flag. Yeah, like, okay, okay, yeah, okay yeah. how could she bleed twice? All right, so, well, back. so that was really awkward. Was, was so, I, so we're I, still I, going on about I, I don't feel the switching and so the multiple personalities. Yeah, and that your whole time you're seeing these clips and you're seeing and the woman who plays them. Like the different clips, she has like her hair is done differently. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. And one in, in a couple of scenes, she has a tattoo on her left arm. Um, and well, she well, yeah, she always has the tattoo, but in one of them, her arm, her sleeves rolled up. Yes. So, Though I thought I saw so one I, where she didn't, but I'm not sure about that. Okay. Well, oh, so can I a video where there's like different tattoos? That would be a dead giveaway. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not definitive. Okay. Yeah. So like, it's it's weird because sometimes like she'll have like a short shirt, like sleeve shirt. So it's like you don't know if it's covering or not. But it, yeah, it's kind of left up yeah. here. Yeah. Keep in mind, all of the clips that you're seeing are over multiple days, yes. times. So different some clothes, are like in June. Some yeah. are in July. Yep. Some are in. It's, so, it's definitely over. I don't know what the exact timeline is. I didn't keep track of enough dates. No, to, yeah, I didn't. Either. It's um from June eighteenth to July third. July third. Yeah. So like um, two weeks. So okay. it was really part of that was really confusing because they use European dating. Yes. And so yeah. I was yeah, like, which threw me well, off she's the British. Beginning. So I assume uh-huh. this took place in England. Well, the developers from Britain. Yeah. 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 But when I was looking at the dates, I was like, what the hell? This yeah, is you have to like for months going on. Wait. And then I'm like, yeah, I was like, wait, the this is in March 20- and then this is in July. And then <laughs> I realized another one and it was like year. 23rd. And I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, the 23rd cool. so month. <laughs> definitely it's European dates. It's great. <laughs> um, so I want to try and tell you what I know about what I think I know about the murder. Please do. I'm very confused. So Eve is basically moved into the attic and we are pretty sure that simon knows about her apparently simon's got a thing for blondes and so hannah's always wearing this blonde wig that they have in the attic you're already wrong <laughs> just a tell. sorry eve is already no, eve no, has but the blonde. Even, even about simon knowing about eve because no i know that he knows about her not until there's a clip where hannah says i went you know after he she specifically says like i went to simon I told him, I finally told him about Eve after Eve was pregnant with the second child. And okay, I wanted so him to move in. I wanted her to move in with us. So right. I want, so I'm, okay. So the point I'm talking about is still after that. Uh, okay. It can't be much after because that was like pretty late in the, in, but maybe it could be a couple of days. What happens is for some reason, Hannah finds Eve's wig and wears the blonde wig and Simon Simon gives her a mirror as a present, thinking that she is Eve. And then she goes and puts the wig back and then meets up with Simon again. And he gives her the same present, thinking that she's Hannah. And so Hannah finds out that that Simon is dating them both, freaks out and kills him with the mirror. Wait, sorry, can you say that (laughs) one more time? (laughs) Jesus. Look, I'm trying to... Mm. Hannah finds Eve's wig mm-hmm. and wears Eve's wig. Mm-hmm. So she's still Anna, but as far as Simon knows, he thinks that it's Eve, Eve okay. because Eve's the one who's the blonde, mm-hmm. right? Wearing the blonde wig. Yeah. He comes back and for their anniversary or some, I don't know what the actual occasion was, he gives her this mirror as a present. Mm-hmm. And then later, 
Hannah goes and takes off the wig and comes back to Simon for the second time. And Simon, he's dating both girls, but like is playing smooth about it, gives Hannah the same mirror as a gift. And so Hannah figures out that he is dating them both, freaks out, and kills him with the mirror. Got it. Okay. Mm, What does Brian think happened? Yes. That's... No, I want to know what you think happened. Like, no. Just to start off, what do you think happened? Yeah. No, that's about pretty similar to what I would say. I don't... The mirror, I don't think, is the weapon because they specifically mentioned a bunch of times that he's dead and the gash on his his throat could only be a knife. So unless she broke but the she, mirror... She broke the mirror and cut his throat with but the I glass. But I don't think I remember them saying that... Yeah. It was br- well, they... So they showed or gave her multiple, at least in a couple different clips, she's holding a bag. Yes, a bag of the mirror. But the mirror like seems murder weapon. pretty yeah. I was intact. I don't know if it would make it. I mean, it was, it it was like a shard pretty clear like to me that that was how. Up, right? But anyway, go on. Was, was that all? That was. That's about what I would say was pretty much the guess. I don't think I have too much different than that. The little bit of the fallout after that is. Um, that after a couple of days, Eve discovers the body and figures out that Hannah did it. And at that point, it's kind of weird, but basically it seems like Eve has killed Hannah and there is no more Hannah by the end of it. Well, that is one of the things that we can get to about the ending, about what actually, whether there is the twins or not. Because that is one of the theories is that Eve has killed Hannah. I, I don't mean like... No, she that, just like got rid of like that person. Out. No, but there like, is one of the theories that yeah. that they really were twins. And during the interviews, Eve offed Hannah, not just personality offed, but really offed. So the reason why I wouldn't say that was a thing is because there is a very specific video where you see Hannah doing a bunch of tapping between her left and yes. right hands. Yeah, that was really weird. I, I think that I know that that is a like a mental characteristic of like your right hand and your left hand trying to communicate with each other, and they oh. even talk about using the prisoner's tap code as a way to communicate back and forth in another yeah, one the of the video. Code, right? The not code, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, they used it to so, technically to, to communicate to, between the attic and Hannah's room, but yeah, and, and but. In that one video, when she puts her head—sorry, I put my head down and I started. Right, she puts her head on. The puts table. her head on the table, and her right hand starts tapping out messages to her left hand. I didn't actually go through and decode what that message said, but that was the one time where I was like, "Okay, I, I am observing yeah. both Eve and Hannah in the same picture." I, I want to. So look I looked up, up what that actually. Was someone that did decode it, I didn't decode it myself. The one of the clips, they think that she said, "By Hannah." If you decode it, and oh. then the other clip mm. says "love you." Wow! Oh, oh. Ooh, this is um, it's a very dark game. That was the one that like cemented in my mind that it is definitely multiple personality. How else do you yeah. were you able to come up with it being still being twins? Well, here's the thing I want to bring up. So Eve has this alibi that they keep bringing back up that 
during this whole time that Simon was murdered, Eve was on her way to Glasgow. I forget. I think the reason they might have given was that she was ch- trying to check on the baby's health, but I'm not exactly sure. But anyway, in any so way, she hits a taxi. They got in a fight, and she wanted she needed to get away and clear her mind or something of that nature. But anyway, in either way, she hits a taxi uh, fender bender, and then the taxi guy gets her to the hospital, and she keeps telling them the police, like, "Oh, I have hospital records that I was there." That's Eve's alibi? What do you think on the uh, will so about the there alibi? is a, a another clip later in the chronology where she's like, oh, and then that's where I told her. So they talk about how they fudged the times of the death so that they could use the time in Glasgow as an alibi. Oh. So I, it feels like, to me, it felt like that was answered. Yeah, she but, even specifically how calls f- out, like, it's almost like she's talking to herself, obviously. Uh, she's like, this is what we need to do so we have an alibi. But how would you fudge that stuff? Because you can't fudge the hospital records because the hospital's going to have whatever. No, but they fudge the time of death. But how could you fudge the time of death? Because the coroner is going to look at... And they specifically said that there was a coroner, so the coroner would know that. I mean, it won't know exact to the minute, but you would know pretty close that they can't. Did fudge, we can't ever get fudge any like information that they found the hospital records? Because like, there's no, some videos no, that she's like pretty distressed. Like, I, I can she like identifies where she would have been on a map and says like, "Didn't you go here?" Yeah, we never to got definitive proof that they they confirmed the hospital records, but I would assume that the police would have, if there were any kind of police department, would have verified that well one would hope so, i'm saying that maybe case. she never went to the hospital there yeah i know but i'm saying I, I would think that they would verify that wouldn't they why i mean they never definitively but say they did it was the conversation i i remember and i now i can't remember exactly what happened so i might have been munging this or something but i remember them talking about oh we made it seem like we got to the body earlier than we did or later than we did so that it felt like the timing was off yeah. but still the body's gonna die when the body was they like hit. put it in the freezer or something right uh, so oh, they cooled off faster. Uh, That's it, I don't know if they chopped the body down, but they ended up definitely cutting they it, and mutilated it in back. some way, some that way it, to yeah. change the to but change the appearance of the time of death. But would that really? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about. Oh, and the, put in the of cellar. That's right. They did. They put it in the cellar. Yes, because they keep mentioning. I actually that was one of the words I searched for once at one point was cellar. And and it was like a, a week later that they ended up finding the. Yeah, body. and they're like, oh well, we had this. Al-, and I think one of them, Ibrahimo, said like, oh, we had the alibi, so we weren't too worried about finding it late. And call- I don't know. I'm just kind of questioning about could you f- do a good enough job fudging it to make it believable? I don't think that it would have worked, but I don't think that these two girls in the '90s knew that. Some curious though about nate and matt since you guys have been a little quiet but uh since you didn't get as far into some of this minutiae and kind of this the backstory for her was nate you mentioned that she was pretty personable when you're you know the only thing i picked up on was when she was clearly introduced herself as hannah and then in the previous clip she had talked about hannah moving her up into the attic so clearly the uh, multiple personality thing was going on there, possible two actual people. I think given what Will was just saying about the tapping, uh, was that Morse code, by the way? Just out of curiosity. It's a military No, it's tap actually co- called the not code. It's used with a... 
the the part the, pre- the reason why I didn't do- decode it myself is because you use um, some duplication of letters because you're just oh. using an eighteen mm-hmm. byte or eighteen character block for for the so there's stuff like you use K's instead of C's okay. and so there's yeah. a little bit of duplication but basically okay. you knock out ro- columns then ro- it's either rows and columns or rows that columns and rows you just do pairs and then wherever it shows up on this grid. Interesting. Yeah, so I think that given that uh, video evidence, it's pretty clear, yeah, multiple personality disorder. Also, if someone's going to be looking back at a murder case that's over six years old, there's probably some kind of... uh, Because the one thing I know is that it was after the year 2000 probably quite a bit after the year 2000. So if you're going to go back for that, split personality is a fairly unique psychological disorder. So any document, yeah, any documented evidence of that would be quite valuable. I I guess the last thing I would have said is definitely upon realizing she was having a split personality disorder, would have made a lot of sense to me that they would have taken it in the direction that she committed the murder. I guess after that, for me, my drive in continuing the game would be seeing how they want to play it out. Her acting, I actually really enjoyed watching her in these videos. I thought she was... They did good. Yeah, I thought she was really a great actress in this thing. Uh, Yeah, I... I just enjoyed, for what I saw, watching the story unfold. I thought they did a good job, or something that caught me was the way that she's introduced through the clips and stuff like that, when you're seeing her talk about her parents dying and she had the miscarriage in the same year. Yep. And then she also talks a lot about her youth or being like a, a slutty girl in high school or whatever. Yeah, Eve, or whatever. Eve was supposedly the slutty girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, supposedly the slutty girl, although only one of them was the slutty one. But um, right. she seemed very human. Yeah. It was interesting. I yeah. think that I'd heard I heard a fair amount of reviewers talk about this game and people in the industry. And I heard an interview with uh, Sam Sam Barlow, right? Uh, I think this is the creator's name. That is. Yeah, it's Sam okay. Barlow. He's yeah, the his, dev. I heard his interview on One Life Left last week. And there wasn't many spoilers that went around. But the, everyone that was talking to him or talking about the game was itching to spoil something. And none of them did spoil something. But one of them, like, I think at one place someone was like, they were like them. They just said something plural. And I was like, why is that plural? Ooh. And so I went into the game just having heard that one word being like, okay, what? there's... On one, one, one of the person. podcasts, they were talking about, oh, you can just say the main character's name, can't you? And you're like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, not really, no. Well, I mean, you can't. You <laughs> That's can. kind of a spoiler. Yeah. It's not really a spoiler. I mean, it you is. could say that. That's exactly how I. Well, yeah. I mean, when you characters, th- one of them is Hannah. You, I think I, you do have to be careful about that, though, so, given the nature of this. But I even if totally you said there's, there's a Hannah and there's an Eve, you're not saying whether there's. But, but the way they two people just this or just for another woman to the show way they inter- scenes and they're like what there never was one the way that it popped up in that podcast is they're like there's the one character and oh what's her name her name's hannah right and the guy's like Ugh. <laughs> that's amazing well you just give it away with your hesitation right there just, <laughs> like there's no way out <laughs> no there's no way out. just just say hannah though for the sake of like keeping the narrative so here's my shitty question if you figured out as early as we did that it's a multi- or if you assume that it's a multiple personality disorder, what does this game throw at you to keep you playing? It sounds like it's still a very intriguing mystery. Still, how and why she died? How the kind of figuring out the actual murder aspect? How how these people came to be? There is a surprising lot of backstory about how the if they were twin sisters, and th- this part I'm still uncertain about whether or not they were twin sisters in the first place. Right. 
There's but, something made about, like, at birth also, and as you mentioned earlier, that I was trying to picture if there's a chance that someone died in the womb or something like that. Well, that oh, yeah. was what, that's what, the the that's what the mother yeah. thought. Yeah, that was, a, that was so a really weird video. It was, it? yeah, it was a video where they said, like, oh, Eve was thought to... Hannah, Hannah, was, Hannah was thought to be dead. Yeah. The, the midwife said she was dead, I think is how that video went. Yeah, and then, so it's then... Almost, like, the midwife might have been involved? So, so no. the kind of what they're what they imply is that the midwife took the second baby, yeah. brought it back from near death or whatever, and then raised it right. in her house, and then right. eventually moved into the attic of Hannah's attic. Yeah, well, they originally were like I think across the street because there's one thing where she says like, "Oh, we were five years old," and I was looking at the window, and mm-hmm. then I see this other girl, and I thought it was first. I thought it was my reflection, but then the reflection wasn't was smiling and I wasn't smi- you know and then yeah. that's when I realized that oh there's this other me they did some interesting things about conf- for, for me confusing the baby's birth because yes. either Hannah or Eve I can't remember who one of them gets pregnant and then has a miscarriage and so Eve. they talk about supposedly Eve is the only one who it's almost implied that Hannah's never really had sex and that all the sex is supposedly Eve. The, uh, so hold on. That's what I kind of got from it. I, I don't know if that... I, I know as a teenager... There was a whole... That, but I think as an adult... There was a whole it? thing where they were talking about how one of them was skinny and the other one wasn't and it was freaking them the fuck out. So another thing they talked about is... I assume it was Hannah got pregnant by Simon, but then at this point they needed to like get them both pregnant. So, so they talked about how Eve was like going around the neighborhood and sleeping with random people in the neighborhood just so that she could also be pregnant so that they would both be pregnant at the same time. Eve is a real team player here. Damn. <laughs> I mean, wow. Just, I mean, really just... Take one for the team. Take up, yeah. Take up the ball and they, run with it. Wow. They talked about S- there was STDs was brought up because yeah, Eve got an STD yep. because she was out. She was just sleeping, sleeping with whatever and whoever. Yep. <laughs> Trying to get pregnant when she was 17, I think. Yep. There was a whole yeah. scene and there are a couple of different clips about it where they were talking about them as kids and they were talking about how I can't remember which one. One of them tried to drown the other one. Oh yeah, that did, did you guys catch? Um, yeah, she said that. Yeah, she they were on a beach. Her, water, her yeah, head under her head water. underneath water yep. for yep. multiple for a little bit of time. I <laughs> interpreted so, that as she she held her own head underwater. That was one of the ones where I wasn't sure. That was one of the in, in my mind that still could have gone either way, and that that even yeah. could have been the event, the symbolic event, or the actual event, which. You know, oh. maybe she actually oh, killed her shit. right there and then yeah. became her at that point. Yeah, yeah, what if... I don't know if she says when that happened, but what if that happened post-Simon before police interviews? I th- or during the interview time? I think it was supposed to be before Simon. I think there it had to be before be Simon, girl, but after... Like, like somewhere in the 5 okay. to 10-year-old range. But it might have been after... But it could have been a little bit later, I'm not sure. Carl, but before Simon, maybe? Yeah, there were a lot of names in this also. I was going to say, I was curious... <laughs> did How you about guys keep track of anything by writing stuff down? Yeah, there's like did. Eric... I wrote my phone. started doing that. Okay. I, <laughs> I have an Whoa. entire Whoa. page full of keywords to search. Check marks Ooh. next to them, and... Uh, yeah, this is a... This is oh, a that yeah, rather detailed. I didn't keep it because they have a history, you know. You should so, take a picture of that. You know they have a history on, on your stuff. I, I will on the the screen, right? There's there's still, your, yeah, so there's, there's a, a history search. that you can look at, but at the same time, there'd be multiple things that might come up in a in a single minute long clip that I'm like, right. oh, I want to reference back to that. Or okay, she mentioned Glasgow or Glasgow, but then she also mentioned 
Eric or one of them. An alibi. So let's get like let's get to that. That's yeah. one, that's Elaine one of our topics we wanted to cover. How did you how did you go about getting more information and doing your searching? So what I did is, I so we had we had the first clip, and then as soon as the video you know murder is the search, first search like a clip search word, and then you have a bunch of clips. As I watched, I would add them every clip I'd have that was I hadn't read or watched, I would add to the queue. And then I would play one, and as soon as I played one and I found keywords that I wanted, I would immediately, at the oh. end of that, search for new ones and just keep adding clips huh. to my queue, and then just keep going like, like that. How about you, Will? How did you go about so, your search strategy? So for me, it was mostly this page here. I would just kept noting down things, keywords that they said over the clip that I thought were important, and then check them off as I went and back and listened to them. And they showed you the check marks about whether you actually had seen it or not. So I'd go and I'd watch all five videos and then try and pull the keywords out that way. I only used the the Q thing on the bottom occasionally when there were like super important things. I was like, oh my god, this is the point where I figured this thing out or, or oh, that's that kind of thing. I added everything to the Q. Yeah, did you ever add custom tags, Will? I didn't do the custom tag thing. Nope. I didn't find that useful at all. I didn't, I, I didn't understand okay. the point of it. <laughs> I think yeah, that's I ended you... up using the custom tags as a way to note things within the the video database as opposed to writing it down separately so like i would watch something and then there'd be multiple words from it so i would note those as custom tags within it and then search for the next thing and then maybe i'd go back to that video and pull it back up and be like okay these are the three things she mentioned in this video and then kind of move on and try and try and get through it in that function although there was a couple times where i thought that maybe i should just grab a notebook or some pen and paper if i even own such a thing start to keep track of it and just start scribbling it down that's what the ipad is for yeah i could have done that too so one of the things that i also noted was who was talking on which of the days and you could pretty clearly figure out which day and which outfits yep. corresponded to which it took whether me it was a while, Eve or I hannah thought, yeah. i, really? I think i finally I think I finally started to figure it out. With like, the but it took exception of the tapping, you only see one person or the other. That's yes. interesting. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes it much more of a... yeah. So you yeah. can, for, for example, I have written here, on July 3rd, she's wearing white and it's Eve. Yep. Yeah, the white, the white one, the white sure. blouse was Eve. Yeah. The orange dress, I believe, was Hannah. Orange was Hannah. That's what I have. The blue, shirt, blue, is blue short sleeve shirt and playing the guitar. Yep, the Hannah as well. Hannah, as Hannah well, right? was wearing lavender. Again, like the guitar was another thing that was something that just went further. Yeah. So I think that's the thing <laughs> is it plays. If life. you have empathy as a person, you start to feel for this character before you realize what she may have done, or at least that's the way the video presents to me by hearing about her childhood and stuff like that. It was. I was hearing about that before I suspected her of being someone that could murder someone. Right? When I, when they started getting to the point where all of a sudden, like her family members were dropping dead, and also I was starting to think, man, it is not safe to be around this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she? So her parents died of poison. Poisoning. Yep. Um, yeah. From Which is kind of. She, but yeah, and I don't know. She right? Yeah. So she mentioned very specifically also that her dad taught her 
how to identify death caps yeah oh yeah man. death caps which are mushrooms uh, and that's what he ended up so it yeah. seemed very suspicious that and the dad grew the mushrooms so like would uh. he really know like not you know would he really be like oh i'm, I'm growing these i know which ones are wrong i'm gonna you know yeah, yeah. Since there was no foul play at all they just uh assumed that they both ate something yeah, I was kind of wondering about that too. I was like, yeah. And then, then there's the thing where it was like, Hannah said she moved. Didn't she like move out or something? And then she, you know, she's like, oh, I never visited. And then when by finally somebody, one of the neighbors came and needed me to unlock the door. And that's how we found out they were dead. But meanwhile, Eve is saying like, I'm still in the attic. They're dead, but I know I can't go down. You know, and I'm like, is she really still there? And she may have done something. And, you know, she's trying to play it off like, oh, well, my Hannah side is, you know. <laughs> it was kind of, that's That was kind of more, I thought, very interesting. Maybe more interesting in terms of a total mystery versus the real, you know, the murder mystery, which we know that Hannah is, you know, the murderer, whereas we don't know, like, with the parents, what really happened, and... So, assuming you totally bought into our story, that Hannah is the one that killed her, Eve has gotten rid of her in some way, at one point, Eve's like, oh, Hannah's gone, she's never coming back. She doesn't actually say what that means, but... Yes. Assuming that you think that they are the same person, do you think that this human being should be persecuted for i guess i should let everyone know i have well, a degree if in criminology so, <laughs> okay in that case I, you should yeah, go last a little, <laughs> yeah, a little preconception on, on this type of topic you should go last then certainly i would say that she's clearly dangerous and needs to probably be kept away from general society for the rest of her life i think that makes sense still if it is in fact just breaking down actual split personality if it did exist and there's two different personalities and thought processes operating in a single person one of them does commit the action the other doesn't i mean but that's the question one does and one doesn't certainly you have no way of knowing how that's all operating because we really don't understand the brain that well i'd say study her keep her locked up don't mistreat her let's not be dicks about it but we have to take into account the safety factor and take into account the human decency factor. We don't know what's going on there. And clearly this one is disturbed, so I think that's probably the best solution. I would probably follow on the same lines. Detain her for Pro- as I, long I, as you can. I mean, I think probably indefinitely. I, I can't... Until we know more about the brain, I can't imagine having a criteria for saying this person is safe or not. I mean, we know they're not, but how do you then you say... A professional psychologist who would be able to no, know I, I don't far even, better than I would. No, I, I don't even think our understanding as a species is good enough to to say at this point. I would, I, would, I would be very skeptical of anyone saying, I can certify this person is safe. How? How are you going to certify this person is safe? I mean, how can you certify that she's... In- because free will exists? I think that if the well, that's if also this is a, a split point. personality and there is one person, I guess I don't know enough about the story. Is one of these two people sane? Is one of these two people safe? <laughs> is one, are they, if are so, they complete just ask that question. If so, well, are there I mean, treatment options that can help the one person who is more mentally healthy take control and wipe out the other one? Is there more than just drowning the other person? Is there a way that one of these personalities can win? It, I don't it know. It seems the like they already won, but I don't. You know, right? It 
in that case, like, if one half of you... So if you reduce it to a really simple binary, if one half of you is evil and you murder that half, should you be punished? Is that That's what, kind of what my question right, is, yeah. But I think that if, hmm. if you were being treated for it and you hadn't gotten to the point where you quote-unquote murdered it, that would probably be the aim of treatment, I would think. Because if you can't suppress that one side or destroy it completely, then you are going to need to be contained for life. So it seems like that would be the goal of treatment. And if that's the goal of treatment, is it really that different under the hands of a medical professional than doing it of your own free will? I'm not sure. So I'm not sure that punishment would be... I think knowledge of the precedent, like psychologically, would be helpful, but I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Assuming that it is split personality, nobody... You know, nobody on this podcast, nobody on the police would be qualified enough to really judge that it's a legitimate split personality. You know, you would they would need to call in medical experts to actually determine that she's really not a just making all this up, or b that legitimately she has two personalities that one doesn't you know that exists. And evaluate her at at that period. But assuming that is the case, then yeah, she probably would get through court not guilty on, on reason of insanity, but she would definitely be locked up in a mental facility. I highly doubt she would ever get out. I mean, it would, you know, yeah. e- even if there's this quote unquote, oh, well, we think the one, you know, this one side, one, that there's a lot of times where that happens, but the other side can come back. Then there's other times where you can have split personality and completely other personalities come up at times so it's really to say like oh well they're going to wait for one side to kill the other or work on i don't even i'm not sure i don't don't, you know again none of us have degrees but i in no no we got craig here let's see what well craig's in criminology i'm talking about in like psychology 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 is a whole different beast which is Mm -hmm. uh, Um, an issue with an interaction between the systems is trying to make scientific determinations within the criminal so I don't even know if you can you know if any of us can really say like oh well even if in the game where it looks like you know if she does a split personality like the one went away like can we really say that the good side won or can we say that you can even work towards that I don't know I don't know if there's even ways to for them to work on with people to know what a, what a good side is either they might yeah i don't i don't think that's it doesn't seem like that would be something because how do you know what is the good side anyways just saying like oh well this side was the killer or this side did the killing do, do we know the other side is necessarily not also evil yeah i'm just uncomfortable with locking people up on the possibility of worse harm considering that we all here without split personalities that i know of have horrific experiences equal chance of being a murderer Mm. sure it's likely that a split personality might fracture further into more but it's also likely that you get enough of us in a room here and there's the chances that our circumstances in life will become such that one of us might murder someone not really a happy thought but you never know what your future will bring you but you're saying it's not like they're those of us who are predestined to be murderers but what you're saying is somebody who's known to have committed some crime part of someone part of someone who's known to committed some crime is okay to walk on walk I don't know if I'm saying free that. I'm just saying like because it's more complicated anybody else could t- potentially do the same thing that was but then a thought that I had then we should never lock up anybody right well on actually on this note um, maybe Craig has some something to yeah, say on this yeah. on this matter <laughs> Well, so, obviously we branched out this, a lot, but solve this. Craig. Yeah, let's let's have no, the, what's say, the answer? the answer? The fact that we've had this discussion and that these points being brought up to each other shows why this has been 
I will preface, not an expert, haven't studied in it in a couple of years, but why it's been very difficult for the for anything that happens in a justice system to really take place. Because when you're arguing about someone that has, you know, disassociative identity disorder, multiple split personalities, as Matt pointed out, the understanding of the human brain is still pretty goddamn limited, and the research into that specific disorder is still pretty new. So that's a minuscule portion as well, but then you also have the plea of insanity, which very rarely works as is as well. The one thing that they were looking at, I remember one of the cases that we studied was they wanted to find someone guilty by reason of insanity. Find him guilty even in spite of the fact that they had multiple personalities that could commit it. Because there was a question that was coming up was, can someone control when a personality presents itself as well and use that to possibly shield themselves by having, you know, using a violent personality to take care of a problem, per se. Can I just add something to what you're saying here? I understand from, actually from the Serial podcast, them talking about murderers, and there are definitely cases that come up in the moment where the person commits the act, and then a few minutes later will not remember actually doing it. It's like they... Yes. Yeah, they just sort of, I don't know, go out of themselves. And so they, what, go to their unconscious mind their lizard brain maybe commit the act and then there in that in that case we all do have that kind of dynamic in our minds i think is the generally accepted theory so conceivably a split personality would be similar to that and really i mean yeah when that shift happens who can say then you're looking at how do you identify someone truly has multiple personalities and Looking at also, it could be more than one, right? It's not yeah. just two, as in the instance with her story. Correct. If yeah. our theory is to be believed, you know, people could have eight or ten or something like that. So then you're looking at do those other personalities have their own backstories and truly a personality that's different, right? That's something that can be latched onto. And I think in one case, they actually called different personalities to the stand as witnesses to the crime, which was curious. I don't wow. remember how that went, but nonetheless. All to say that they haven't figured out how to handle it. Has there been cases where people have been ruled innocent because of multiple personalities? or uh, There was a mistrial because of it because the jurors couldn't come to a decision. So some of them yeah. found the person guilty. Some of them, like I said, they wanted them to be guilty by reason of insanity. Yeah, okay. With that caveat, but there's only given, there's, you know, it's black and white. So there's guilty or there's innocent by insanity defense. So oh. they they weren't comfortable with those two options being presented and the jury was hung. So it's a mistrial. Hmm. Why was this case brought up again? Eventually you get this little chat bubble pops up. And when you click on it, you, there's this person, I forget the, some somebody who was like, oh, are you done yet? The only thing you can type in is no or yes. And if you type no, they say, okay, I'll be waiting for you. Let me know when you're done. And then you can continue. And then when you click on the chat bubble again, it asks the same question. If you type yes, they type, okay, I'll meet you on the street. They say, goodbye, Sarah. They say something like, do you understand why she did what she yes. did now, Sarah? Do you, I think so they say, do you understand why your mom you're did what she remembering, did? Remembering, Sarah is the daughter of uh, Eve, right? Yes. The, the daughter that was 
the pregnancy during the oh, wi- no. while the murder happened. So it's so the you daughter, are the daughter. You of are the, the daughter yeah. of the you know of of the person that you're watching. Yes, and, and you're trying I to think figure out why they killed your fa- female main protagonist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. double. <laughs> I think they may have even said in the note. Do you understand why your mother did what she did? Yeah, I think that yeah, was that's right. I think, yeah, that's it, yeah. I think they very clearly call out that it's your mother and you're just yes. like, oh. Okay. This yeah, and is of course why it's, uh, I'm a guest within the system. Yeah, I'm not a police officer. officer. Yeah, yeah I, it's not. I remember that from the readme on the desktop. And then, then all of a yeah. sudden I was like, oh my god, I need ten more words to look up. <laughs> <laughs> Daughter. Right? So that Daughter, actually, Sarah. Let's, I need to go back. And then I, yeah, I, I was like, I dove right back in at that point. I was like, oh, man. And then I was like, all right, now I want to know more about the backstory and about what possibly happened there. Did Crazy. you find any, any other insights as far as that's concerned? The fact that she pretty much never mentioned Sarah, like, ever. I don't even think you get a result if you search. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I searched. That was the one thing I think I did after was actually type in Sarah and search, and I think it came back. <laughs> I think, yeah. oh, I because it would make sense because they wouldn't have named. Because supposedly at this point... I think she would still. I don't know if she was still just, pregnant, right? I think so. Yeah, she was. She was still pregnant when because that's yeah. when she was in Glasgow for the. Yeah, said yeah. She went to the hospital to get checked, so she would have still been pregnant when Simon was murdered. So one of the cool things too is I don't know if you got that will with with turning your CRT thing off, but as you go, you get random things where you see reflections of yourself, and then there's also times where you see sirens. It's supposed to be like, okay, if you're looking at the screen and like in a city and you're seeing like lights from outside the window on your screen, and when you would see a reflection of yourself every so often, when you look at it, you're like, oh, it does kind of look like a youngish, young adult girl, female. And it makes sense when you when at the end you're like, oh, you're Sarah, and you're like, oh, and you know, it just. Oh, that's that's a pretty awesome ending. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's the question all, about the really mechanics cool. for you guys, just as a curiosity, do you think it helped or hindered to have the search results limited to only five videos that could come back? I like it. I think it made the game. I mean, it hindered your searching ability, and it wouldn't make sense why it would only do that but I mean old search I think it makes it like more that, interesting because you have to search more and you have to have more definitive search still paginate normal I mean yeah it seemed like the first go at like a web page and you're like oh I can't paginate and then you like figure that out two seconds later right it's sure like, <laughs> uh, it's interesting that you don't know that you're the daughter because if you were to like this is probably a worthless thing to think about but you it's a surprise in the game narrative but if you're actually pretending to be the character of the game, you should know that the whole way along. So saying that that affects the story, that's just weird. I don't know. I, just an interesting I, I think thing. if you knew you were the daughter from the beginning, it wouldn't have nearly the effect because... No, I mean, you're already invested not. at that point in the character, and then you learn, like, your relation. Right. Yeah. So you gain depth and investigation... Sorry, investment in the character you're playing as just by proxy of her relation to the character you have investment in already. Yeah. So because at that point, you don't even know, like... If she ended up successfully carrying a kid to term, right? I don't, it's never explicitly known. So, yeah, and plus, you don't find out for like at least uh, I didn't find out for a decent amount of time and that she actually was pregnant. So, like, I mean, I think she she mentions some early clips for me at least was like, oh, she had a miscarriage like eight months 
uh, into her pregnancy. But she doesn't mention that she actually was pregnant again uh, until a fair amount in. So if you knew right away, oh, I'm the daughter, then you're like, oh, okay, well... That- so if you ask it a different way, if you say the main character, the person you are, isn't really a character until that last line when all of a sudden, oh, no, we made you a character and we gave you a backstory and all this stuff, would you say that you think that that that's a cheap way of adding all this characterization onto that i don't think it's cheap i just think it's interesting because they're really by even by the end there's no you're, you're never demanded investment in your character it's just in a bonus level of oh interesting the game you only gain investment based on the language and how you perceive it yeah right true true of anything but yes sure yeah, i mean but i think adds- more important here where the only thing that you get back out of this there's no i think it's a bonus yeah there's no gameplay mechanic that's trying to feed back to you it's like the only thing that you get out of this is the spoken word from her videos yeah cool okay yeah your final thoughts all right uh well before we before we do that and before we give our you know scores there is i looked up a number of theories about what what exactly is the case with the twins and Hannah Eve? And the first one was we've kind of been talking about throughout, which is a, a case of split personality. Okay. Another one is Hannah died in childbirth, and this is just Eve coping. A third one is that Hannah ran away, which is what Will was saying when Eve was saying, oh, Hannah's gone, that they're just saying that Hannah just ran away. And then a fourth one is that Eve actually killed Hannah in between the murder and you know when, when she's saying like oh hannah's gone eve actually killed her yeah so does anybody do we all think split personality or does anybody think anything else besides that i'm i'm uh, sounds pretty clearly split personality to me yeah me. i think that that's definitely the narrative st- we put together at this point I, I think that by the time the videos happen that the person in the video has split personality whether or not that was triggered by yeah a relationship with somebody before that Ah, uh, that's far more fuzzy to me. Well, that's another thing they're saying. Like, was which is the the second one? Which is that? Is this a co- coping mechanism for what had happened? Right. So Hannah committed this murder, and then now the split personality. And what she's telling is this other person, Eve, her sister, this sister Eve, and making all this stuff up to cope with what happened, and putting all this through, or. Were they always split and that they, you know, that she was going through this forever or because of the way that I saw the motive for the murder and how that piece playing out, it seemed pretty clear to me that by that point in time that it was a split personality again, whether or not that kid was actually stillbirthed or whatever, or it was whether it was rescued or whether, you know, it was just them talking about possibly being rescued there's there's, it's unclear to me yeah i mean i pretty much kind of agree i i I do think it was a split personality i I think maybe leaning towards it being a coping thing rather than a a lifelong thing um but yeah i mean i think we all pretty agree why don't we go around the table give our final thoughts you want to give a score feel free um i'm gonna start with you craig obviously it's hard to really wrap around this with how much we've already discussed within just the past hour while we've been talking about it the game actually isn't even that long to play through i was gonna say we've probably talked about it about as long as i played through it originally just to uh i'd say that's accurate yeah to the point where they kind of reveal it which is interesting but what it 
does to explore characterization. Um, I think it's something that's been done better here than in most other games within the medium. And I applaud it for that to continue stretching out into topics that aren't discussed. I mean, we talked about mental health issues and even sexuality, a lot of different things that aren't handled in an adult way, if they're even touched upon at all. And I give it a lot of credit for that. I would just, if obviously, if someone's already listened to it up to this point, you've already played it, hopefully. I hope that you got to this point and you didn't. (laughs) Either that or you now know everything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because I think having something where there's nothing that hand holds you through the process also that it just respects you to be intelligent and kind of figure things out and doesn't ever at the end just say yep this is what happened she was found guilty and now she's serving 10 years in corrections facility the fact that it just leaves that to just be like all right i'm gonna respect you as the person that's unfolding the story to leave with your own kind of judgments as you will something that's not handled by much other things within the medium as well very well nate I think that we hear a lot about writing from other people's perspective when games have to deal with race, when games have to deal with gender, when games have to deal with sexuality. I think it's pretty interesting that this game was written by one man, and I think it's often used as an excuse by developers to not tackle issues of race, gender, ethnicity, etc., because they don't have those alignments, so they can't really write about it. I think it's cool that this game did, seems to do, have done a pretty good job with that, despite yeah, just being a one-man show. I think this is the kind of game that you really only are going to get from indies at this point because it doesn't seem like any of the publishers have been brave enough to touch on any single one of these topics, let alone all of them together. And I think that that's really cool. And I think that it has the bravery, like Craig said, to explore a mechanism of gameplay that isn't exactly hand-holding is also really cool. I think there's a lot of things about this game to really like. Obviously, I haven't completed it or gotten very far in it myself but i really like the idea that this is a game that i could introduce to people that don't normally play games and i think that that might be one of the best ways that i see to play this game it's kind of with someone new who's more interested in the mystery than they are in actually quote unquote playing a game yeah so i think those are kind of my thoughts what about you matt very unique in the genre i think it's an excellent game i'd uh what do we usually say in this podcast uh, out of 10 ranking i'd give it a 9 out of 10 i think it was uh very well executed i think that it um i think it tackled and achieved everything that it was trying to very effectively and um i think it was pretty much pretty much perfect for what it was trying to do i think it it did everything that it was trying to very effectively highly recommended so something that's been stuck on my mind is how you would go about designing something like this in my mind he drew out this giant web of the way you could possibly progress through this there is something clever he did about how the clips train together i don't know if he figured out how many words were common between the videos or something i haven't had anybody at all talk about how they played this game, put in a couple words, and then they just couldn't figure out what to do. There's something about the way that he used this simple design to be able to still guide people through a story that I think is really interesting. I remember, I think it was on his One Life Left interview, he talked about he didn't plan out like a, like a narrative. He didn't have like a plot that people were supposed to move through. He just kind of did things one to the next. It's kind of what he was saying, which I thought was interesting. 
I don't know how he dodged the dead ends. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. He starts you with the the big one. So they start you with murder. Yeah. His the, his choice to put murder in there was a part of the game design. That's how he set it up. That's the spot kind of in this map that he started you that eventually got to everything. It was specific enough and yet general enough that it sent you on the road and got you going down all these different paths, which eventually got you to this story. And I, I think that that's a really interesting way to design a game Yeah. in that in a lot of the game design books that I've read, they talk about this idea that a story would start at one point and you might like branch out, but then you have to like bring everybody back together to be able to know what your point is at some point. And depending on your different types of story, how far you can fan out before you come back together right. is, but you know, basically that's what happens when you, you get a mass effect, right? You have thousands of stories and then there's only three endings to, to the thing. But in this case, it just, everything felt like you were the path of the story felt complete regardless of which way you were going and however you were getting there and it didn't ever to me feel like i hit dead ends some of that might be because i have notes and notes and notes or pages and pages and pages worth of notes um but i felt that it was a great game design again this was a second time like gone home where it was it was really important that this happened in a specific time in technology like yeah, you're if you right. were can telling me that this wouldn't have made sense on like a 2010. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That being said, the video video quality made sense. The interface was a little bit of a push, but it still made sense and it worked for the game design. Personally, I'm having a hard time figuring out what I think is wrong with this game. <gasps> Do you think something is wrong with the game? I mean, you know, I pretty much just said that I thought it was perfect, so you didn't give it 10. No, I suppose not. Yeah. So. But I guess I would say the same thing as well. I don't know what I would say is wrong with it. I think it executed everything basically perfectly. Yeah. What does your gut tell you number-wise, Will? My gut what tells me nine, but... Tile brain. Yeah. But I can't... Can't substantiate ...think it. of any reason why this shouldn't be a ten. Nine does not compute. <laughs> I want to play it safe and say nine five, but again, I can't think of any reason why this shouldn't be a ten, so I think I'm going to give it a ten. What? But I... That's a literally just poop myself. So that brings me to to us to me. Yeah, I mean, I really liked this game. It was an interesting concept. I liked how going through the game, it was a something very different than what we're used to. So you're, the whole gameplay is you just typing these search words, getting video clips based off of what you what that returns. You only get the first five results, regardless of whether you viewed them before or not. So it's not like you can, say, retype and get the next five clips or whatever. So you have to be really creative in the ways that you come up with your search words. And then it allows you the freedom to put the story together how you want. It can be safely said that this Hannah woman is is definitely the murderer. But as to really what went down and who whether this Eve person exists or whatever, that's kind of left up to you. And then they add the twist where you're the daughter, and you're so you're trying to find out your history, which is also I like a play on the words. You know, the game's her story, which is you know a play also I think on his story, which is history, because it's actually hers her story of history. Having said that, I do have some. There are some things I, I wouldn't say that the game was 
perfect and i would say there are things that kind of i don't know if they necessarily were full-on like gripes about the game but you know the interface was okay i I don't know necessarily that they cut a nice throwback but i don't know necessarily that i found it any anything like oh my god the story worked because it was on this you know this interface i thought it could have worked honestly regardless it could have worked further in the past it could have worked more in the future more present day i guess it didn't really you know i didn't really think that was that great i liked how the actress did a really good job and actually in in the interview with giant bomb the developer mentions that like they just threw a bunch of stuff at her and then she yeah they she she had to keep coming back and doing more lines and changing things up and you could really tell that from the clips that the way she plays them differently and she has these different mannerisms and and the way she speaks and stuff but yeah you know in a rock band two of them actually yeah, she she plays a ballad. She plays clips of like where she's singing and playing the guitar. I did find the whole mechanism of, of limiting the searches to five a little bit like contrived and like I know why, you know I know why because otherwise it, it, you would get too much from just generic search terms. Yep. But I did find that to be a bit of a stretch. Okay, well we're trying to make this seem realistic and like you're this person going through this computer, but. We're going to throw in this contrived, pl- you know, plot device that makes you limited, so that you can have something to keep you going further. That's every game ever. That's yeah, I know, but that's technically. But that, but they that, just throw in stuff so you don't have to see the credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Yes, but that shouldn't. Mister Reductive. But that, that, <laughs> but that shouldn't be what we. But that shouldn't be what we and as as game players and them as game developers should be striving they shouldn't be they should be striving to be as much to get rid of these stupid you know like oh we're throwing these roadblocks in or these these devices in to make games harder yeah like that shouldn't be an acceptable answer that oh everybody else does it so it would be a pretty boring game if there was just one person what do you mean everybody else this is not like no, no, no. I'm not saying that particular. I'm saying like p- that people throw in that games in general have these different devices and twists, so that the game, ha- you know, so that they steer you in a certain direction, and it's not just okay, it's Five, easy six. and goes. Squ- well, I mean, Final Fantasy would be easier if you had 27 people on your team, but there's a reason you only have four, right? Right. Yes, Soccer but they. But that's. See, I don't buy that because they they explain as you party builds as you're meeting new people. It's not like you just okay. I know 27 people at the beginning, and we're all just going together. It's supposed you know. I mean, almost every single Final Fantasy, you're running around with 30 people in your but party, right? It takes you time to build up to the 30 people you don't just start with 30 people and but, say Why but can't you I? don't all f- but all 30 people don't fight you only fight four people at a time yeah it's a, again it's a it's a it's a device because if you had 30 people then you have 30 attacks and it becomes way too easy again i agree or, or like not, overly but, a cumbersome or but it's you something know, that you should work on as to why as a game developer as to making it more assuming you want your game not to just be some fantasy non you know like if, if you want it to be more realistic more believable that that you know this right, is right. reality yeah, overall, this was a yeah, fantastic game, and um, it's really, you know, um, top-notch. This brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the Emotive Pixels podcast. If you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, www.emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep, keep on, on playing! playing.